Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Welcome back to the New Swingers Podcast. I'm John. And I'm June. And it has been a little while since we did an episode. <laughs> It has. We, we've been getting your emails. Uh, are you guys still alive? Are you still doing the podcast? <laughs> yes, we are. We've just been very busy, and we apologize so much for the, the lack of consistency over the past couple of months. Yes. But what we're going to start doing is probably about once a month having an episode. Mm-hmm. So we're still here. We're still doing it. We'll share some updates with you each time. Uh, still growing together as a loving couple and in the lifestyle, doing better than ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about some of that today. So, yeah, again, you can expect us about once a month. Um, we were doing once a week or a couple mm-hmm. times a week starting off yeah. in that first year. And uh, that that's a lot at this point. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also uh, had a, we have a new addition hidden in our basement. June, would you like to, to talk about that and tell them what that is that we pretty much have completed? Uh, yes, I think I remember we talked about a little bit of it last time, but, uh, yeah, we have a sex room and it is hidden in our basement. Yeah. Oh, by the way, today's episode is called, it's just fucking a mindset tip for swapping. And that's what we're going to talk about before we get too deep into this, just so you know what's coming. Yes. Other than no my pun wife. Intended. <laughs> other, than, other than my wife. <laughs> so tell us about this sex room, like describe it. We should put pictures somewhere. Like, uh, well, we we're gonna do a video, I think, or something. Yeah, we're I, gonna, I know, but for now, since this is podcast, go ahead and like yeah. describe what it looks like and what's in there for us. Well, I will start by saying this whole room was my idea. Amen. Um, it was my idea. And then we watched the How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix. And if you haven't seen it, um, you need to. And uh, we got all kinds of really awesome ideas from that. And I'm like really hoping they do another season of that because it's really good. Um, but uh, basically, there is a Saint, Saint, Saint Andrew's Cross in there. Now, what is that? In case people don't know. Um, it's basically like like you stand on the cross and your arms are above your head kind of and your legs are spread apart and chained up and you're yeah it's yeah it's awesome it's it's an x-shaped cross and your hands and feet are chained to each end of end of the x it's fucking awesome is what it is yeah then you (laughs) and your, your your partner and or friends can 
do what they want with you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people love that that feeling of no control. Yep. And so, yeah, there's that. Then there's uh, the bench, mm-hmm. right? Spanking bench. All right. So what do you do? How do you, how do you get on that? Um, you're on your stomach and, uh, you can, you can, we have before restrained my feet and my arms also on it, but you're, you're laying on your stomach and, uh, there's a place for your arms to go and a place for like your, your knees to go. And, uh, yeah, it's a perfect position to get fucked from behind or just to get s- spanked, which I like both. So there's that. Yeah, and what I also did, I put a huge fucking mirror about a foot in front of it, and then there's mirrors all over the wall to the left of it, so whoever's on the bench can see themselves on it, which a lot of people like that, Mm -hmm. but they can also see what else is happening in other parts of the room because the mirror's so big, they can see what other people are doing, and a lot of people get off seeing other people doing stuff, uh, even while having stuff done to them, and so it's just a little more of a heightened effect of how can we make this even sexier? Mm-hmm. What? It's uh, the, the walls are painted like black and red, the really pretty red wallpaper, gold, brass, <laughs> dick-shaped hooks on the wall that have like my paddles and some lawn, sexy lingerie and different toys and handcuffs and stuff those are all hanging on those they're just big brass dicks there's about six of them (laughs) hanging on the wall and you hang shit on them they're awesome Um, yeah we have a big round bed yep right in the middle it's the centerpiece Mm -hmm. which that gets used quite frequently yes it does can fit a couple of different couples on it Mm -hmm. and uh, comfortably i just oh and there's a fireplace on the wall too and so we you know, we turn the lights off and we, we click that on. And so you have this ambiance down there and it also blows out heat. And so it's electric. And so it can warm up the room a bit. Not too much, though, because it gets hot fast when, when we play in there. Mm-hmm. There's a sexy curtain in there that it's like a sexy pair of legs that have rope tied around them. Mm-hmm. And that's really sexy. Um, we have a few little accents that we still need to add, but the majority of it's finally done. And the the most recent addition, I hung the sex swing with big old chains. Each chain holds 1,200 pounds, so uh, that sucker is going nowhere. And It's I, fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, I just hung it up, like, what, last weekend? And I've had you in it. I had our unicorn friend in it. And then we had some friends over a day or two ago, uh, a couple, for, first couple we've had in here with us. And I had her in there, too. And then he had you on the swing. So that shit's getting used. Yes, it is. And how do you like the swing, the sex swing? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like the sound of the chains as, like, you're getting pounded and the chains are all clanking and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I do. Yeah, it's hot. That was kind of hot for for everyone (laughs) else, too, to hear, like, someone getting, like, just railed. You know, the chains just slamming back and forth. And it's like, holy shit. We have, a, we have a tantric sex lounge chair. Yep, that's really fun and hot. Yeah. God, there's like sweat and I'll just say sweat and juices all over that fucking thing when I got done uh, with, with our, our lady friend. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I, I didn't know I could sweat this much. And I'm like, oh, it's not all sweat. Sorry, that's kind of yeah. gross. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a new addition for us. We're also, at this point, offering a limited number of uh, 
uh, uh, sex coaching clients each month, uh, lifestyle coaching. And so uh, real quick, what that is, we've realized that, you know, lots of new couples or singles to the lifestyle, they have a lot of questions and obstacles, uh, some challenges sometimes they face, and, you know, we all do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not experts. We're not marriage counselors or anything no. like that. <laughs> but we've been married almost 20 years. We have a great sex life. We work through a lot in the lifestyle and we're happy and growing in it. And so we're just happy to offer on a very limited basis uh, just advice, hearing you out. If you have questions, insecurities, you're trying to get past. Uh, if you're interested in that, uh, just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com or just click the link that we're going to put here in the description. Uh, it should be like this, probably the second link in the description. And uh, that'll be on a very limited basis. So we won't be able to accommodate everybody. But uh, that's just something, it's just our way we can we can hear you out. We can listen and we can offer our advice based on our experience as well as the experience of the literally literally hundreds of people we know who have advised us yeah. in the lifestyle. So if, if if you don't have to fight a battle, you know, or if, if you don't have to reinvent the wheel, why do so? So again, if you're interested in that, just send us a, an email uh, at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and put coaching in the subject line. Guys, have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone, and it's common. The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle, and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. So, now we're getting to the email, and then we will get to our main topic. It's just fucking. A mindset tip for swapping. So, getting to the email. Go ahead and read that if you would, June. Okay. Hi there. My wife and I, both happily married, are very interested in the lifestyle. We are brand new to the scene and have not took action in our interests yet because we don't know where or how to start. We would like to try Lifestyle Club as a first step, but don't know what to expect. We're in the DFW area and would like to know if there are any easygoing clubs that wouldn't be extremely overwhelming to a young new couple. Thanks in advance. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks and thanks for emailing us that question. Yeah, we have the perfect answer for you. Uh, The answer is yes. There's a great one. It's called Colette, and it's in Dallas. Yes. And we were a part of that lifestyle club while living in that area. And gosh, it was like our 34th visit. I think we became VIP members. We did. (laughs) We just bought the VIP thing. We're like, this is our place. Yep. Here's what's great. And you can go to, if you just look up Colette, it's like C-O-L-L-E-T-T-E or something. Colette, Dallas. Uh, You'll find it online. They have four or five locations, but Dallas has one. Uh, it's a great experience and you'll, you'll walk in, you'll check in at the desk right there at the front with the hostess. It go on. I, we advise going on a Saturday night because that's when it's couples only. Yeah. No single guys will be there. That's more Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, just because you'll feel more comfortable, especially if you're new around other couples, just like you. Yeah. And you're going to walk in, you're going to 
you're going to feel like, oh my God, we're getting in line. What's behind the door? You know, we're going in and then you're going to talk to the hostess and it'll be nice. This normal, feel like you're walking into a sports bar and getting seated or something. And then they'll give you a tour, um, tell you some rules. Um, you'll, you'll see other couples just hanging out and, uh, it's, it's just people are for, for the most part, the most normal people you'll ever meet. I mean, it's just, it's no different than like being at a typical bar or club yeah. as far as how the people generally act. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we ever met any weird couples there. They're probably out there. I don't know that we had any real stray weird encounters no. um, the whole year we were not there. Not couples. No. Single guys, yeah, but not, not couples. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, go ahead. And what I do like about that club is they require like a dress code. Um, some places don't do that, but I actually really like that because it's like, oh, you actually have to try. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. Standards. standards. <laughs> standards. <laughs> well, and the thing about this club too, they have bouncers literally everywhere. You won't go to a single part of this club where you won't see one to three bouncers standing around. And so it's extremely safe. You know, they keep to themselves mostly, you know, very friendly uh, to people who are who are being good in there. And, um, you know, they can be pretty intimidating uh, for people who have uh, maybe, you know, have a problem or want to cause trouble. So uh, that doesn't happen very often. We only have a friend that told us he saw one guy get hauled out and thrown on his ass once. <laughs> that was before we got there, though. Yeah. And the whole year we were there, we never saw one incident. No. Not Not one. No. So it's extremely safe. You know, um, it's the most normal people in the world you'll ever meet. It's it's just like if if you met a couple at a coffee shop, <laughs> you know, and you're like, hey, you know, I like your whatever. Like, hey, how are you? It's it's just it's not as much as you crack it up to be in your mind. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's, it's going to be great to feel and see that when you actually go in. So we highly recommend go to Colette there in Dallas. But I would show up around like 1030 because they open at nine, but it's really, really slow at nine. But if you show up at like 1030 or 11, like that's where it's happening. That's where like it starts. You see lots more people. So but as a first time, maybe it might be good to go for, you know, at nine just yeah. to, to maybe get your feet wet in it first before it gets busier. Maybe that might be a better idea, actually. Oh well, yeah, because we we met a handful of friends who got there early, like we did. We used to get there whenever they'd right when they'd open at like nine or something, and we met a number of people because they got there early and there wasn't so many people there mm-hmm. that we actually could talk to them. So, uh, yeah, that's the one we we recommend. So if um, you know if you're listening to this and uh, you're the one who wrote that email, you are in the perfect spot uh, to have a, I we believe a great experience a great first experience mm-hmm. and uh in this community that's at least our experience yeah for sure so now let's get to our topic at hand it's just fucking a mindset tip for swapping so when we first got in the lifestyle we were mainly playing with just women mm-hmm. um cuz that was what you were comfortable with i'm obviously comfortable with that cuz i'm completely hetero um, and, but there were, there were things that mentally you had to overcome with that because you didn't mind playing with the girls and, and more recently, maybe, you know, some guys, you're still kind of new to, to kind of exploring that. And we'll get into that in a different episode, but, um, you're, you're growing and branching out too a little bit, but there is something different when you actually see your partner with somebody else. And, and this kind of depends on how 
open-minded you already are. Mm-hmm. Some people are, you know, they've, they've never been with anyone but their own partner, you know, while they're in that relationship. And so to see it is kind of like, whoa, it can be kind of a, a brain fuck where you maybe like, you don't know how to think or what to think in the moment. And so yeah. we, we want to talk for a few minutes about, you know, not just from my perspective, but also June's perspective as a woman, um, what kind of what that's, what that's like some of the challenges that, you know, challenging thoughts, I would say that came to you and kind of how you navigated past those things and what those fears were. So can you talk a little bit about that? Um, kind of like when we started playing with people and, uh, whether, whether it was a couple or a, or a single lady, uh, obviously you would, you would see me interacting, um, you know, when, when you weren't or as you were, mm-hmm. what was it like kind of like the, for like the first, few times or that being a new thing um it was really i mean i'll just be honest it was really uncomfortable for me at first um because i mean we had only ever fucked each other for you know like 99.9 percent of our marriage and so now that we're new to the lifestyle it was like um i don't know how i feel about this (laughs) It it was just like, I, it wasn't like that I didn't want him to try things because I was getting to. It was more of like, I think the 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 root problem was I don't want, and this has always been my thing, like when I get frustrated or get in my head sometimes and then have to remind myself like, hey, it's just fucking, like it doesn't mean anything and it doesn't take anything away from what we have. Um, and I would, you know, I would think like, well, I don't know, like, I think I just was worried about like it affecting what we have. And, and for me, it's like no person, no pussy, no dick is worth running what we have. And so that was like my big deep rooted fear was like, well, I don't want any person or what if he likes that pussy, that girl better than me? And so, again, that wasn't the case and has never been the case. But that as a new person with that, that was another thing I had to overcome is like, no, it's just fucking. It's not like we're, we fuck and make love because we love each other. But there are times we just fuck each other, fuck each other's brains out. But 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 it's different because we love each other. And we in like when we play with people, it's literally just fucking. There's nothing more. It's a warm up. Honestly, for me and him too, maybe, I don't know, I can't speak for him, but for me, it's like a great fucking warm up for each other because then we get back together and holy shit, it's like we're like fucking each other like bunnies, like even more than we already do usually. Oh yeah, the sex is totally insane on a level we didn't know existed. I mean, we got in the lifestyle and our sex life was really, 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 really good. Mm -hmm. It was great. We didn't know greatness beyond great existed like there's good to great but what's what what's beyond that great to fucking like mind-blowing great like i don't know what you call that but mm-hmm. that's that's what it always resulted in when we would come back together we'd go home from the club and we'd do it we would just devour each other oh yeah but yeah so it took me time like so be gracious with yourself if you are like me in that way where you're overthinking it and like, 
um, thinking that what does this woman, why is my woman's, why is, why is my man so attracted to this woman? What does she have that I don't have? Nothing. She's just different than you. And I know like John, he likes, like he likes variety. Um, and so like, I just have to, so, and I still, sometimes I have to remind myself, Hey, it's just fucking, it's just fun. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't take anything away from me and what I bring to the table. It doesn't mean that person he's playing with is better than me. It's literally just fun. And every time we come back and fuck each other harder. So like, I just have to sometimes still like we've been in about a year and a half and there's still times I have to remind myself like, no, it's just fun. It's just fucking. And we're fine. I have nothing to worry about. One of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know. Because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle. So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. Just click the link in the show notes that says free Swing Easy PDF so you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new, fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. I agree. Yeah, the the whole, I think a big thing, again, she already said this, but I'll reiterate, it's the whole idea of making love versus fucking. Like We make love because we love each other. Um, when we're in the lifestyle, it's just fucking. It's just straight carnal, physical, raw, sexual pleasure. And as a human, as human beings, you can get that from anybody. Mm-hmm. And I can get that from anybody. If I were to die... I'm under no illusion that you wouldn't get that from someone else, a guy or a girl or both because you're bisexual. Yeah. But if you were to die, of course I would miss you. It would, it would hurt. It'd be awful. And same if I, if I went yeah. or when I do or whatever. But I'm under no illusion that you wouldn't move on and enjoy yourself because you're made for that pleasure. You're made for that. And so am I. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like, I'll tell you one thing I had to, you know, like seeing you like with another guy the couple of times I have. And swapping, like I get nothing out of that. Like some people really love watching their lady fuck another guy. Uh, I don't get. I'm not against it. I just don't get anything out of it. Well, I don't either. Yeah. But what I what I do realize is that one, it is just fucking. Of course, she likes dick. Of course, she likes masculine energy. Like she's a woman. And also, it's like I had to give up this mindset of like ownership. Like I own her, and in a sense. In a sense of, I'm the only one who gets to have her. Um, obviously, I'm I'm okay with this because I'm with the other guy's lady. So, what kind of hypocrite would I be if I'm like, hey, I'm going to be with his lady, but you can't? I mean, that doesn't that doesn't flow. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, but in in the other sense, it is like, well, I do own her as my wife, not in some misogynistic, chauvinistic, piece of shit, toxic masculinity way. Don't even go there. It's not what I'm saying. It's like I I don't own all the sexual desires and drives that are within her. 
However, she is mine. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like, well, I want to play with the ladies. So, well, I can, I can share this shiny, awesome, beautiful toy that I have with somebody else who's in the interaction and they can have just as much fun as I do as I'm having just as much fun, you know, as they are sharing their lady. And so that's, that's kind of my mindset behind it. And so I know I just said, it's like, I said, I don't own her. I don't own her, but then I do. It's just kind of two sides to the coin, not trying to contradict what I'm saying, but part of me is like, well, let go and let her have a good time. Like she's not liking that more. Now, again, there could be couples where they're so unstable where they might like something more and they had, they make a bond with somebody else and it, it fucking destroys a relationship. Like that does happen. Yeah. But at the same time, if, if you're comfortable with your partner and you're on the same page and you're communicating and that neither of you are pieces of shit who are just looking for an out or to cheat on somebody or to make it something more than just fucking together and having fun. Um, I don't think you have to worry about that. Well, and I'll just say this to me, if you're in the lifestyle, like there should be no, like for me, I don't understand why you would cheat on like (laughs) on your spouse. If you're in the lifestyle, if you're getting to both enjoy yourself, like the way you want to enjoy yourselves, like, with your partner being on board, of course, but like, if you're both on the same page with everything, like, why the fuck would you cheat? I, I guess I don't understand why you would, really. Yeah, for me, it's kind of like, it takes away, like, I don't want to say the need to cheat, because I know he needs to, but it kind of takes away, like, if if you're somebody who would do that, it's kind of like, well, you, you don't need to, because um, we're on the same page, and we're both playing with other people. It, and, and at least again, only from our our limited personal perspectives, it, it doesn't make sense to cheat. And some people who are new to this might say, "Well, what's the difference? You know, swinging or cheating?" Well, it's not cheating if you're both in agreement on the same page that mm-hmm. this is what this is how you like to have sex in your sex life together. If you want it to involve other people uh, to some extent, and you're in agreement on that, mm-hmm. that, you know that's that's what is called you know ethical non-monogamy. It's you know, it's, you'll hear that term that that's, you know, we're on the same page. We're in agreement. We both like playing around this way. Mm-hmm. And I look at you and go, well, I'm cool with it. Are you cool with it? And you say, yeah, I'm cool with it if you are. And mm-hmm. then we just try things. We talk about things. The, the I'll, I'll tell you this though. The biggest thing that will fuck you up in the lifestyle, it always comes down to fear. At the foundation of every fucking issue, I, I, I haven't found one yet that someone's talked about that the root was not fear of some sort. Yeah. Fear is the root of every fucking issue that will just like wreck you or have these big fucking blowout arguments. It's because there's a fear of something. Well, you, and that's been us the whole the whole year and a half. Like for me, like I I'm like I'm the one that's had to really work through a lot more shit than than John has. Like for me, that's been the huge thing is realizing like no, we're fine. Like it's okay. Like if he's fucking someone else, like it's okay if he's enjoying it. That doesn't mean he doesn't enjoy me just as much as he's enjoying this person. Mm-hmm. He's not enjoying her more than he enjoys me, or he's not going to leave me for her just because they're fucking like. I had to, it really took me, God, probably at least a year. And sometimes I still have to remind myself, 
like that, hey, it's just fucking and it's okay. It doesn't affect what we have. We still come first. We still matter first and more than anyone else. But we like to do this to spice things up and to enjoy enjoy it, you know, and we do it together. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the other thing you have to realize, too, at least if you're playing with other couples, most other couples, well, heck, all other couples that, that we know, that we play with, they're not, neither of them are usually looking for another relationship. Now, some people are polyamorous and they'll be probably pretty open about that, that they are. But the people we play with, the couples we play with, they they often already have a long-standing marriage relationship. They're just spicing things up like we are. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them is looking for another committed relationship because that's what you that's what you're referring to as a fear is that I would I would find a committed relationship with another person because of this. But that's the difference. I mean, the couples we play with, like I'm mean, our friends we just had over uh to break in the sex room. Yeah. Um they've God, they've been married probably as long as we have. They've been married a long time and they're awesome. I mean they're like the some of the best people we've ever, ever met in the lifestyle. Yeah. And there there was no weirdness of, hey, we're looking to, you know, add add one of you or both of you to our relationship. Like, no, we all just like to fuck and have fun. Nobody's looking for that because I think at least for women, I I think in my experience I could say this. That's probably one of the biggest fears women have is that the guy will like something else, like you said, and want to go for it. Now, the guy also may have that fear. Like, hey, what if what if she likes that guy's dick better than mine? What if his dick's bigger or and, and she likes that? Of course, a lot of women we talk to are finding a uh, uh, so about five percent of women are size queens. They want giant dicks, um, but a lot of women we talk to, they're like, "Man, we want it as as big it, as it can be to get the job done, and no bigger because they don't like being sore for four days afterwards." So, a fucking man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like you know, and, and the thing is, every every man, every woman's different. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, but a lot more goes into that, and that's kind of off topic for now. But the whole point was that you know, other couples we play with, there we've never met one that was like trying to get one of us to like be in a relationship with them. Yeah, you might cross somebody like that every now and then, but we never have. No. Um, but also, you know, there's something to be said about familiarity too, and realizing it's no big deal. Because I think that was a big part with you, is that after you know, after you see me with you know a number of ladies playing, having fun. Every time we come back together and have, like you said, great fucking sex. And we're just fine afterwards. And we're still us. We're still us. We're just fine afterwards. We just have way hotter sex and way better sexual conversations um, that warm us up. And actually just talking about things actually makes us want to have sex more. I mean, for the past 18 years, we've been probably having sex three or four times a week on average. And that's before the lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Now sometimes it's like five times or more. Like it just depends. I mean, and by the fifth day, <laughs> we're both like, okay, we need we need to like have a day to recover. <laughs> yeah, and as a guy, I need that refractory period. I'm like Austin Powers. I got to get my fucking mojo back. Well, and my my, p- my pussy right now is still fucking sore. <laughs> yeah, me and me and our friends kind of. Well, <laughs> I had you. Then you know, well, you you played with her with your vibrating double dildo so you play with our yes. our lady friend then her husband and then i finished you off 
And so, uh, yeah, you, you got it pretty good. And it was pretty well, hot. And a couple of days before that, we played with our unicorn, our new unicorn friend. Yeah, yeah. So, and you, yes, I'm fucking sore. You introduced her to your vibrating double dildo, which she had never tried, to my knowledge. I fucking love introducing women to that. Oh, my God. You're so good at it. Like, most <laughs> women we meet have never done it. And then at the, then after they after they do it with you and they just, they just have these screaming fucking orgasms, they're like, oh, wow. And you know, I, I'll just send him an Amazon link, text him like, "Here, just here, here there it is." It is. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can you can come over and use use ours anytime. Yes, but uh, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 interesting. But you know, I think my point was the f- familiarity. I always say breeds contentment. Meaning, the more you're around something that maybe you're new to or somewhat uncomfortable with, the more you get around it, and then you see, oh, there's no real big consequence. Like it is just okay. You become more okay with it, and I don't recall what what this is called, but in psychology, if if you're a mental health professional or you know when you could ask them, but it's I think it's called like exposure therapy or something. This is actually this is the same technique they use like on soldiers coming home to help them um, recover and and heal from PTSD. Like if you're in a vehicle that gets blown up, like in Afghanistan, then like you're in this simulation or they put you back in these simulated situations where you're back where it looks like that smells like that and your mind is remembering it but then you the the experience ends and you didn't get blasted or shot or watch your friends die after you you revisit that sort of environment mentally over and over again and everything's just okay you tend to just kind of calm down with it you become familiar and go okay this this isn't a huge bad thing. Whereas if you had just one bad experience that you never revisited, now it's like triggering and and you don't know what to do with it and then you never want to be there again. So that that is something that if that's the case, if you are uncomfortable watching your spouse or even just looking over while you're having your fun with somebody else, to us at least, what, what we've realized is it just it just takes time of kind of just easing into that you know, and every now and then doing that, um, yeah, and knowing it at any moment that either of you can say, "Hey, I think we, I think we need to go. We're just, we're good now." Knowing that you're both in agreement that if one of you is uncomfortable, you can, you have the right to like stop everything and just, and, and that's okay, um, because knowing that each of you has that control and you're in agreement. Mm-hmm. You know, your spouse isn't going to be like, fuck you, I'm busy. I'm I'm not done yet. You know, that's like, well, that that might be how you feel if you're having a really good time, but that's not going to be good for you, for your relationship. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on that with the familiarity thing? No, I, I think I mentioned to you, I think I mentioned that to you earlier, just, you know, with things like new things that new kinks and things we're trying right now that... <laughs> You know, we can maybe talk about in a different episode, but like newer things that we're trying, like, I think like I had mentioned that, that maybe like the more that happens and then things are still like they always have been normal and just fine and we're still us and that doesn't take anything away from me, um, that that definitely I think will help. So I completely agree with what you're saying here. Yeah, so again, the big point here is just this. It's like the title of the episode. All right, it's 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 just fucking. <laughs> it's not making love, it's just fucking. 
Um, if it turns to making love, well, that's a whole different you know conversation you need to have with your partner. Yes. Um, but we haven't encountered that in anything we've done over the past probably year and a half we've been in this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the difference, the big thing that came to our mind that made the difference is exactly what we said. It's it's not lo- it's not making love. It's just fucking. Yeah. And those are different. Thanks for listening to the New Swingers podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. Newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. And there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your question so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners. Just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com.